Hi friends, welcome to Happily Even After. I'm Life Coach Jen, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids and one amazing son-in-law, a home decorator, a remodeler, a shopper, a scrabbler, and a snuggler. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly the relationship you have with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you live happily, even after some of life's greatest challenges. Hey friends, welcome to today's podcast. Um, Last month, I had an opportunity to speak with some young entrepreneurs and super exciting and super fun. And so I kind of put together a presentation about how to get what you want. And I think this can apply to so many aspects of our life because we sometimes, we don't even know what we want. And especially I think women, we I don't know. I think everyone is guilty of, you know, not really exploring what do they really want. Sometimes we get stuck in something or doing something we don't really love. And so I just kind of wanted to explore today with you and ask you some questions that you could be thinking about. Um, So if you're not getting what you want, because we all have that power within us, to get what we want. And that is our job, our responsibility. We can't expect other people to give us what we want. And if we do, we're probably going to be disappointed because that's not always, that's not how it works. So hopefully I can ask you some thought-provoking questions and you can be thinking, what do you want? And what do you really want? And what do you really, really want? So first of all, I I think um, it's important to And there are so many beliefs that we have in our society, in our culture, in our religion about things we should and shouldn't believe. And I just kind of want to talk about a few of those. One of them is money and debt. And when I was giving this presentation, the first thing that came up, which I knew someone was going to say this, is debt is bad. And I just think it's so, or money is bad or we never have enough money, or it's impossible to make money, or whatever your belief is about money and debt, I just want you to question it. Because as we talked about, is debt bad? Well, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're starting a business, chances are you're going to go into debt. And that's actually going to help you make money and create the business that you're wanting. So Sometimes I think our parents, our grandparents or whatever have given us their point of view on money and debt and we just believe them. But what do you believe about it? And do you know what? You get to choose to believe and think about money and debt any way you want. The other one is success. Sometimes I think like, is it possible for me to be successful? Could I be successful? Why not? Why couldn't I? So I think it's important. How do you feel about people that are successful? Do you think they're arrogant or greedy or really awesome? Like, what do you think about success? And figure out, and do you know what? You can change your mind. Maybe 10 years ago, you thought one thing, but now that you're more successful, you're like, wait, this isn't really like, I feel like I'm the same person. Another one is hard work and effort. This one is, I think, really an interesting one because a lot of times people believe that if you're working hard and you're doing effort, then you're good. If you're just sitting on the couch and doing nothing, then that's bad. Is that really true? I don't think so. I think 
There are so many ways you can believe about this, but just because someone is hardworking does not give them more value than someone that doesn't work as hard. Um, We all have value. And so what do you believe about that? The other one is setting goals. There are some people that love to set goals and some people that like avoid it, especially in January. They're like, we're not setting a goal. And why is that? Is it because you're afraid of failure, afraid you're not going to do it? Like, what are your reasons? And maybe say, you know what, maybe maybe I can set a goal. What if it's possible? Um, and the other one is time. I think time is an issue for many of us. But you know what? We all have 24 hours in a day. There are some people that are probably super successful that get a lot accomplished in a short amount of time. And I think it's always good to like look at those people and see like, what are they doing differently than me? And is it better to wake up early and go to bed early? Or is it better to stay up late? There's not a right or wrong answer, but I think sometimes we have these beliefs ingrained in us and maybe it's time to look at them and think, is that really helping me or hurting me? And do I want to believe that anymore? I think questions are so powerful, especially in trying to figure out what you want in your life. And I think our brain, we tend to have questions that we ask ourselves all the time. So an exercise I think that is good is list three questions that your brain asks regularly. And I have done this exercise and what my brain came up with, and don't like sit and analyze for an hour, just like what's the first three questions that pop into your head My questions or the things that I wrote were, why does this keep happening to me? What's wrong with me? Will I ever figure this out? And I did this exercise many months ago, and I was trying to do it again today, but I was like, okay, my brain, I had other things going on. So I just was, I'm going to default to that. But what kind of questions does your brain come up with? Then I want you to focus on what feelings do those questions bring. And when I think the thought, why does this keep happening to me, I feel frustrated. So that's the energy that's coming from me when I'm thinking that thought. When I think the thought, what's wrong with me, I feel a lot of shame. When I think the thought, will I ever figure this out, I feel curious, which is a much better place to come from. And then ask yourself, these three questions, what that emotion that you have identified when you ask that question, how does your brain answer that question? Why does this keep happening to me when I feel frustrated? And then I figure out, well, it's because other people in my life are doing this. It's not happening to me. I'm not the victim. So it's helping me answer my question. When I ask the question, what's wrong with me? I can respond, nothing is wrong with me. I'm doing my best. So instead of feeling shame as I answer that question, I'm going to feel something much different, more empowered. Um, Will I ever figure this out? You have the rest of eternity to figure it out. So just when you ask a question, try to get your brain to answer it. And is that helpful? Which I found those questions at first were really hard for me and not really giving me a lot of information. But when I answered them, it's much more helpful. So when I ask you these questions, what does your brain offer you about money? 
is, do you have enough money? Do you want more money? What kind of things does your brain, do you live in abundance? Do you live in scarcity? What about, are your dreams and desires important? A lot of times, and I think especially as women, we kind of just push down our dreams. I mean, there's so many women you hear that, well, I put my husband through college so he could do his career, and then I dropped out and just had kids, and and those are all great things. But what about when is it time for you to start living your dream and your desires? And thinking about those, because many times we just push them down because we're so focused on our kids, so focused on their dreams and desires that we forget about ours. But ours are just as important and just as valid. How do you feel about your life now as well as in the future? I know that many times that we struggle, like what is our future look like? And for me right now, I'm only going like a month ahead of time. I, I'm not able to go one, two, five, ten years down the road right now. I'm just, my future is like a lot smaller just because of my situation. I just feel like I can, I'm like, okay, getting to graduation is my next thing that I'm thinking about. Not for me, but for my son. And so just smaller future goals, and that's okay, depending on where you are in your life. But what do you want to do when you retire? You know, do you want to travel more or whatever? So I just think it's important to ask yourself those questions. I love the question, what would make this more fun? And during the seminar I was teaching, one of the boys was super cute. He wanted to have a six-pack. And... He was coming from a lot of energy that was not going to get him to a six-pack. But I was just thinking, what if he had the thought, I'm going to make this fun. What if this is so much fun to get a six-pack? I guarantee he's going to eat better and go to the gym more um, because it just would be fun. Why not? Not many people have one. And he was young, so probably a lot easier for him than someone that's in their 50s. But it's totally possible for someone like me. I could totally get a six-pack. What is this teaching me? What am I learning from the things that I am trying to do? What am I learning? What am I trying to do? How am I going to be successful at getting what I want? Like I said before, having future goals is so important. And what are you thinking about? Do you have future goals? Write them down. So some questions to figure out to know what you want Um, I have some questions you can ask yourself. How often do you think about the future and what do you think about when you do think about it? And some things that I wrote down when I asked myself that question is, where do I want to live? What am I going to be doing? Will I be able to make money? Am I going to move? What about my kids? How are my family dynamics? And lots of unknowns. So my, my questions, those were kind of some of my answers and my thinking And then I was trying to think, what do I really, really want? And I came up with, I really want to be a successful coach. And success means helping other women get out of the pain of betrayal and figure out, do they want to stay married? Do they want to get divorced and help them on that path? And for me, of course, I want to make money at that. But more importantly, I want to help women know that they can and that's a possibility through coaching. Um, I want to have the freedom to travel. I want to have that opportunity so I can go. I could still coach 
someone, no matter where I was in the world, because I coach people through Zoom. I want to continue my podcast. I want to have peace and I want to have love. And honestly, that actually, I feel like I'm really gaining. I have a lot of peace in my life now, which I am so grateful for because last year at this time, I had no peace. I was, I was miserable. Um, and so now I know that that's a possibility because I thought about it. I wanted it. I worked hard to get it. And I am reaping the rewards of that. And then ask yourself, what do you secretly want? Because we all have secretly, we secretly want things. And some of the ones I put, I would love a private chef. When I read this, because I, I did this actually last, last year, maybe April, May, probably the time when this podcast is going to get released. My life was very different, but um, my daughter came and has been living with me. And her job, one of the things I gave her, if you come live with me, is that you're going to be in charge of grocery shopping and meal prep and cooking. And she has really thrived in that role. And so I'm like, wow, I kind of have a private chef. And she looks for recipes and does all that. So I jokingly, I'm like, wow, I really got what I secretly really wanted. Um, I've always loved nonprofits and I would love to make enough money so that I could have my own nonprofit and help people throughout the world. And of course I can do that through donations and other ways, but and serving, um, done lots of service, but it would be really amazing. It sounds amazing. I'm sure it's a lot harder than what I think, but another thing I really would love secretly is to write a book, a book so that I could help more women and more people um, learn the things that I've learned uh, the hard way and uh, maybe not the hard way, but yeah, just through my own life experiences and my own challenges and maybe could give someone more hope and they could see, you know, the possibilities. So I just think these are such great questions to ask yourself so that you can get more clear on what you want. What would you pursue if you had unlimited resources? Time, money, energy. What are you doing that in your life? And if you're not, how come? And if you want to do that, how are you going to do that? What do you want to hope people remember you for? What's important to you? Like if you died tomorrow, which I hope no one listening does, um, but what do you want to be remembered for? I, of course, wanted to be generous, that I loved my family, that I was happy, I was able to help people. So are you doing that? Is that in alignment with what you're doing? And what life experiences make you feel most alive so that when you're creating the life that you want, are you also able to do that? For me, it's travel, it's spending time with my family entertaining, exercise, coaching, challenging myself. So am I implementing that in what I really, really want? Am I able to do that? So I want everyone, if you aren't, to try to go get what you want. And it's totally possible. We all have that capability. And I have five steps. Step one, what is the one thing that you desire to accomplish? So after we've asked all ourselves the questions, pick one thing. Step two, how do you believe other people have done this? And I think 
It's so powerful. I have a lot of mentors that I look up to, a lot of other coaches, and I see what they have done. And I think, okay, I need to look at what they're doing and try to implement some of those little things into what I want to do. And looking at if they're making a million dollars, knowing like, okay, they didn't start out making a million dollars. They started out small, just like me, a baby business. And what steps did they do? So don't look at their now. You also have to look where they started. Step three, brainstorm ideas about what you could do to try and make it happen. And I love brainstorming if you do it with a friend or if you're in a um, mastermind. I think that's so powerful is to brainstorm. Step four, what will you commit to do in the near future? And I think you need to be specific. When I started my business and I wasn't expecting to get divorced, but I did. But the one thing I did commit to was keeping my podcast. Like that's the one thing that somehow I felt like I could do. And now I've started implementing social media and emails and freebies and all these other things because I'm in a different headspace. But at first I was like, wait a second, I've got to take everything away and I'm just going to focus on my podcast. And now I've added clients and I'm coaching clients. And so I'm building on that. Step five, what emotion do you want fueling you? What will you need to think to generate this emotion? I love the emotion of consistency, of empowered, um, I think, love (laughs) for you and love for what you're doing. There's just what emotion is going to get you, um, confidence. There's so many emotions. And you know what? Sometimes in your goal, I would pay attention to this more. What are you thinking and how are you feeling is so important, more so than your actions, even though we always teach it's our actions that get our goal. And sometimes we're going to have to do things that make us uncomfortable, and we do it anyways. So even if we have maybe an uncomfortable or embarrassed or, um, I know me, posting on social media or doing a story, like talking to random the random universe, of Instagram, it's like it feels a little uncomfortable, but I do it anyways because for whatever reason, that's how we get our message out. That's how we talk to people is using our phones. So paying attention to what you're doing that. And I know that as you do these exercises and think about these things that you're going to be able to accomplish something great, big or small, whatever it wants, but I think it's so important for us to not stop dreaming, to continue dreaming, to continue setting goals, to continue doing things so you can get exactly what you want out of your life because it is your job and your job alone to do that. It's not anyone else's responsibility. And of course, we want help and support and all that, but it is up to us to get what we want. Two quotes I had was dream it, believe it, achieve it was just like a saying. But Muhammad Ali said, if your dreams don't scare you, they aren't big enough. So I think it's important to be a little uncomfortable. It's a little scary to put yourself out there and to have a dream. But it is so important. And I definitely know that any of us can achieve whatever we put our mind to. So thanks so much for listening and have a great day. 
If you want to learn how to live happily even after, sign up for my email at lifecoachjenwith1n.com. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Happily Even After Podcast. Let's work together to create your happily even after.